0: The envisager is actually is in. It's just postponed. Uh, cost of a truck to go through it all now. The larger trucks will be just short of seven euro, six eighty. And if you're going to Dublin from Clare, you will go through at least three of them, and sometimes four if you have to go on to the South Bank Key in Dublin. And that's twenty one, twenty two euro uh, uh, per journey. It's forty five euro return five days a week it's a lot of money and it's coming into the supply chain and it, it dates back to what you alluded to there Pat when these tolls were set up um, there the new of the time and the PPE strategy to have public private uh, building of the roads and we badly needed them and we went down to it howsoever The trucks were wrongly categorised at the top of the league. Even though we were big, with all our axles and all our weight distribution, we are actually the same wear of the road as a bus or a smaller vehicle. It is very well policed and very well um, designed that it should be so. So we pay too much uh, because we're the supply chain. We're out of league. It is far too much money now. And one that I think your listenership will identify with and... Clare people would identify with and that's the Limerick Tunnel the charge on the Limerick Tunnel charges nobody only Clare people or people who want to do business with Clare because you don't have that throughput of traffic from Galway into Limerick and onward to wherever howsoever Clare people Going to Dublin, going to Waterford, going to Cork, they have to use it or they don't have to, but for the most part they do. And it's a high cost. If you're using it every day, if you're in Limerick working in Shannon or vice versa, you use it every day. It's a nice chunk of money you know, every week. Oh, yes,
1: um, just to go to your workplace. And road tax, of course, you'd argue, presumably, Eugene, that you're paying road tax. So you, you believe you're paying uh, for the upkeep of our roads as it is. Are you being taxed twice do you believe? Uh,
0: we're being taxed three times uh, Pat. Now we've no problem, we've no issue with paying some of the toll. It is a benefit to us. There is a net gain to us in, in efficiency and in safety but we're we're sort of double the money. We were categorised yeah. wrong and it's just too high. We we burn about 1.2 billion litres of diesel a year and in Ireland the spend would be say 400 to 500 600 th- thousand litres. The government nearly has a euro off that now between all of the taxation. So that's 500 to 600 million then as any service business, whether you're in hospitality or in, in trucks, we do a lot of collecting of taxes for the government in PAYEs and VETs and all sorts of other ways. And we're willing to pay our fair share of the, of the toll. Of course we are, but they're too high. And there's a caveat in the contract, which we've uncovered, and it said it was within the remit of the toll companies to give a 10%, not less than 10%, that they can give more to bulk purchasers. And they've refused to give this. They've put different Mm -hmm. blocks in our way. You can get it if you buy a book of tokens at 20 at a time, prepaid but you can't get it on a toll tag and lift the barrier and have less carbon and move on but if you have a toll tag they'll accept it at full price but they can't build in the discount so they can't have it everywhere and the increases for inflation and don't forget they were handsomely got a handsome return out of covid payments that wasn't in their contract ireland treated them well for the most part these are owned by big international banks they're profit making they 're getting a lot of money, and we 're out of sync and it it 's only going on to the costs of Ireland, but production to factories were too dear We'll be too expensive in the West of Ireland to get to the market, so we want to balance yes that is I, the word.
1: I know I know what the answer will be. I know that your members don 't want to to do this, but it 's a fact in Ireland that a road can only have a toll where there 's an alternative route that's well, you correct. could you could start going the old N7 um, or M7 to Dublin, but you'll be yes. going c- through towns and villages. Yes. But would that be a wake up call for the government? Well, we do that as it is in in some
0: places where when we're empty or light, the likes of Durrow and Abbey Leaks now, it's very easily avoided yeah. and the road is good. So if you're empty, you come So they don't want us in their villages. Here we can go up the dock road, and especially at off peak times, we do it all the time, and I do it quite a lot when, when I'm travelling. On the Galway Road <coughs> um, at balanced oil, we can come home can Varagort, you know we can avoid a certain amount of. Oil, but why that why not take a balanced fee from us and have more they would have more vehicles going through their toll if they had a bit of balance to it there is we can also go the legal route but who wants to go through that if you can negotiate
1: it you know Tell us about the meeting with TII, how that came about, and how it went. TII were
0: instructed to meet us from the from the subcommittee on transport, and it's one of the times that you see um, these subcommittees working well, and the uh, the structure of how we do our work here in Ireland now through these committees and into the politics. So <clears throat> they weren't really for having a meeting with us. And um, Senator Jerry Buttermore of Cork in the subcommittee said they had to. You know they can't bring in increases to where um, uh, it costs the most and affects our sector so without meeting us, so they had to come and meet us. It was was a big meeting. Their executives were there. It went on for over two hours. We had to sort of tease out different things that they needed to know about us to meet the green agenda now, decarbonisation and the 10-year plan for road haulage and uh, nowadays in Ireland when you're, when you're lobbying and when you're doing business it is not like the old days people inside of Dublin and the government areas they have no idea really The know it goes on out here uh, I, I might sound like the Helio Rays now but <laughs> the, 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 the uh, how things are done and what they're done you must yeah. explain well to them And the next day you go, you must explain it again because they really don't have an interest in how trucks go up and down the road and how work is done or even for farming or you know how tourism operates in County Clare. It must be repeated all the time. So that type of thing had to be teased out and what the plans are for decarbonisation and going forward with the roads. And it was a fulsome meeting, I have to say, but the reward wasn't there and there was no effort to, to... uh, take our issues forward or to negotiate in any way. They're over the management of the road. They won't move off the strictures of how they see their job and go to the toll companies and say, you have to look at this. It is within your contract or they won't go to the politicians. We now have to go back and do that. So that end, you know, um, there wasn't a great result.
1: Okay. <laughs> it, of course, the big issue, and we, we touched on it a few moments ago, is the actual road ownership or the, the toll yes. um, facility ownership. Mm-hmm. If the state did actually own the on, and yes. the state was getting the money they'd probably be in a better position to help you out but because these are money making ventures owned by other companies that's where the stumbling block is? Yes,
0: to a degree, but the state does own the M50 and has paid for the last two years and they've taken £370 after it of within two years. It's quite a good cash cow. And mm-hmm. now they're not finished, uh, you know, they want to charge further on down the M50 and the, no big trucks go into Dublin anymore, very few commercial vehicles unless they have to. That ship has sailed, you can't yeah. go near it, it's blocked up with all sorts of stuff. And the ownership is by, for the most part, is by international. I've traced it back, uh, Dutch banks on quite a bit of it, so, and the PPE contract was generous in the day, they've made good money, they are making most of them making money, and if not, they've a guarantee within the contract that the state will pick up that tab so why wouldn't they discount it for their supply chain that is within the contract why don't they give that discount,
1: you know Ireland has been good to them, and Fulsome, why don't they give us a little bit of return. This is another issue which you have been raising over the past number of years, the cost of diesel and, and, and a load of issues Is this one that might result in some sort of action? Is this so serious that you might have to take action? This, I hope not. You know, I'm a negotiator
0: rather than blocking. But if they they persist with it, we have to go in and buy tokens in their offices. You may see us parking up to go in and buy the purchase, the tickets to comply.
1: Or you may see us going a little bit slower on the motorway and a bit of a logjam. But hopefully not. Do you think the TII, well of course the issue as you mentioned Eugene is that the government some government people or people based in Dublin don't appreciate what uh, it's like to run a business in the west of Ireland, that's part of it are you hopeful that between the TII and government and department pressure that you might get some resolution of this? Yes I am but it's a bit of
0: a road to go in fairness you know our negotiations with this government have been tough at times and hard going and repetitive but overall we've worked with them well I would consider it a good government from our perspective. I hope that negotiation can go on. It's it's about negotiating it out to get the result on the end day. But who knows, you know, it depends on the people who meet and the willingness to do something about it.
1: But action isn't off the table, whether it Not be... Not at the
0: moment.